are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. Cool. All right, welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast, and you know Lee's here, but uh, Lee, who do we have I with think us I'm today? Here. <laughs> who do we have with um, us today? Well, I'm in the east, but we have someone who's west. We have um, James West. And he's really cool. And um, he's as cool as the guy on Wow Wow West, James West. But he's younger and he's hip. How are you doing, James? Hey, man, I'm doing all right, man. Nice to talk to you both. Thanks for having me on, man. I really appreciate it. It's really cool. No problem. Right on. It's good to have someone who doesn't like Bon Jovi on here. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. Thank, thank you, man. Thank you. You know, I, I really appreciate that, man. And, and I'm definitely a Sammy Hagar hater. So <laughs> that, too. All yeah. right. Yeah, we yeah, know you We know you yeah. hate Sammy or Spammy. Or, yeah. You know, I was watching Sammy the show. Oh, I was watching yeah, the- you don't eat no Sammy Green Eggs and Sam Ham. You I, don't uh, eat that Sam. No, you ain't no Sam. <laughs> no, no, no. There's only one Van Halen. That's with David Lee Roth, man. That's yeah. it. I was, yeah, watch- I was watching a show the other day, and they had this guy named uh, Shammy Hagar. He was a Sammy Hagar impersonator, <laughs> and he called him Shammy. And I was going, man, uh-huh. these guys who hate Sammy would love that name, Shammy. He's a sham. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. yeah, yeah. Got it. Ruined Van Halen, man. Uh, f- uh, fuck him. <laughs> But what did you think about him before he got into Van Halen? Well, honestly, man, I, I thought a couple of his songs were all right. I mean, there was that track he did on uh, what the heavy metal movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that was all right. You know, I can't drive fifty five is all right. You know, I mean, I, I, I didn't hate it. I'll say that, but uh, I just didn't really care either way about him. But man, when he joined Van Halen, holy hell! He, he, uh, he just destroyed that band. You know, just every damn album got worse and worse. And and, and it just wasn't the same band anymore, man. Just a totally different. It was like uh, soccer mom music, you know. Just, <laughs> yeah. Uh. I like the one where people say a bad journey cover band. <laughs> but but uh, I like Sammy. You know I like Sammy. So I, know, gonna... I know you do. <laughs> yeah. You like you like Roth too, so that yeah. I mean, there's that. Yeah, I like Roth. I think Roth is Van Halen. I think they maybe should have called it Van Hagar, but because uh, it yeah. wasn't Van Halen, yeah. it was different. But Roth left the band, man. Or who got fired? He got fired. I don't know what happened, but fucking yeah, who knows? But they wanted to get Patty Smythe in the band. Come on, man. <laughs> hey, man, I would have took Patty Smythe over <laughs> Sammy Hagar. I couldn't have got any worse. You know, yeah. So. At, at least, at least the covers would have been good to look at, even if the yeah, music right. wasn't. You could still look at her face on the cover, you know. Yeah, or Joan Jett, or you know anybody, oh, yeah. anybody. Well, they had anybody yeah. but him. And then after Sammy, they wanted to get Mitch Malloy, and that guy's fucking ruined the other great white. <laughs> fucking no, yeah. no fuck. He's like that one freaking Johnny No Soul, you know. <laughs> Huh. He's no Jack Russell, man. He can't fucking do anything. <laughs> hmm. uh, uh, I think I feel honestly, like you feel with Sammy with fucking somebody taking uh, Jack Russell's place in Great White. Because that doesn't work for me. 
I, yeah, I seen. I saw a great white live one time, man. They they were all right. They're, they're not a bad band, um, but Badlands and Tesla were both opening for them, and I, I honestly I thought both of them were better than Great White that night. Well, Just I love opinion, Badlands man. and Tesla. And kudos, love- kudos to you for hearing Badlands. <laughs> oh, Badlands is awesome, man. They, they were awesome, man. Jakey Lee, man. Come on, man. That that was a killer band. They, they should have been a lot bigger than they were. I think they just came a couple years too late. Yeah. You know, yeah, and he had to, give, were, he late, had to give all those girls AIDS and fucked up the freaking band. We can't even get any album, any reissues from that shit. I'm like fucking pissed. Yeah, I know, man. That's shit. That's shit. Luckily, they had torrent sites where I could get the old albums. I had them both when they came out, but my car got ripped off and I lost those CDs years ago. Fucking sucks. Oh, that sucks, man. Yeah. That, that sucks. I, I do have copies of those CDs, yeah. Yeah, man, Rock, was... Rock Candy put put out the first Badlands and uh, Eddie Trunk said, well, it's gonna la- not going to last, guys. And then a week later, all the people who uh, he killed with his AIDS sued Rock Candy and Rock Candy uh, dropped it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I read up about that, and that, you know, that was really shitty of that guy to do. I mean, he was a great singer in front, man. I, I just don't know why he had to be an asshole like that, you know, and spread AIDS. You know? That voice is freaking amazing. My God. Oh, he was a killer front, man, man. They they should have been a lot bigger than they were, and they had a killer front, man, killer guitar player, and solid drummer and bass player. I mean, I, I saw Eric Singer play with them and uh saw him play with Lita Ford and Alice Cooper and Kiss. Wow. I mean he, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he is a killer drummer. He just unfortunately is in scab kiss now. But you know that's <laughs> yeah. another story. Yeah man. So oh man. Kiss scab kiss. I, I I'm not that huge of a uh, KISS fan, but I'm with you guys on that scab kiss shit. They should have their own fucking persona, but fucking Gene and fucking Paul yeah. are fucking greedy motherfuckers. I actually yeah. think that I actually think they're scab kissed because the group Cold Gin was really good and Tommy Thayer played it good, and now <laughs> it's like a scab Cold Gin except they have a bad Paul and a bad Gene with them. So they <sighs> have to get rid of that and then put Jamie St. James and become the real Cold Gin again, <laughs> not scab yeah. Cold Gin. Well, I saw Ace Fraley, yeah. man, and he fucking kicked ass. Fucking, he was yeah, awesome. man. Yeah, that's my favorite member right there. He's always been my favorite member since I was a little kid. And honestly, I, I got into Kiss when I was three years old. That's no shit. And um, by the time I was five, I had the whole Kiss collection up to 1978, and I was carrying Love Gun to kindergarten. I actually got in trouble for carrying Love Gun to kindergarten, man. And uh, yeah, so I'm a lifelong Kiss fan, but Paul's just uh, he's just terrible now, you know. Lip syncing and everything just just sucks, man. Yeah, yeah. It, it's terrible. And he's playing the tracks and shit. I know some people say Joe Elliott p- plays the tracks, but when I saw him, man, I heard some fuck ups from him. So I don't think the tracks fuck up that bad. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw Def Leppard uh, with Journey. Uh, I don't know. It's been within the last decade or, or less, and. You know, they were both pretty decent still and everything. It was a good show. I don't think he was singing tracks then, so, because his voice wasn't that great that night. So if he was singing the tracks, he should have picked better tracks, you know. I know, he wasn't singing yeah. that great when I saw him either, but they were, they, it wasn't bad. You know, it wasn't like 
daily Roth in freaking Vegas right now. <laughs> it's like yeah, 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 making cats cry. Oh, <laughs> oh man! Right yeah, now, pretty... David Lee Roth needs me to do his banking tracks. <laughs> That'd be an upgrade, man. I, I feel bad for him. He shouldn't try to oversing. Maybe if he did it, like, he's got a killer blues voice. Maybe he just do it in his bluesy voice, his grouchy voice. I think it'd freaking come out killer, you know? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think so, too. I think he can too. still probably do a good album, you know? And, and, and if he concentrates, I think he can, you know, still do some good stuff, you know? So I, I, I still have hope. I want to hear that album he did with John Five. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, I want yes, to hear that shit. yes. John yeah, Five keeps yeah. teasing shit, and David doesn't say shit about uh, it. I'm going fuck, release that shit. I want to hear it. <laughs> I I know, yeah. man. I yeah, you, please. I I want to hear that really bad, dude. Yeah. I, I'm right there with you. I want to hear that so bad. And John Five is so awesome. It's got to be great. You know, yeah. that's what I think. And get that album, Filthy Little Mouth, out of my head. Oh my god. <laughs> David David Lee Roth is kind of like Eddie Van Halen in a sense because Eddie has about maybe like if you were to play all of the stuff that he's recorded song by song with no interruption you'd probably have two years with the stuff he's got that much and he doesn't want to release stuff that's just how he was yeah I was well just... go ahead go ahead I just think it's because of Van Halen and they didn't know the situation from Van Halen and now I think that it's pretty obvious they're not going to tour anymore because of Ed's health so I think Ralph's been holding back but now I, I think he, he might eventually release that stuff now I hope oh, okay. so and uh, Ed, oh, what is it I forgot what I was going to say but freaking, I hope Eddie Van Halen isn't dying. We don't need another rock star dying. We just had Neil Peart die, and now freaking, we don't need freaking uh, one of our other heroes dying. Uh, my favorite drummer, and I don't need my favorite guitar player dying either. <laughs> it's like. No. Uh, yeah, uh, and, and Roth, Roth is awesome. I, I seen him on the Skyscraper uh, concerts, man, and he, he kicked ass on that, that night. His voice wasn't always good in concert, but it was is comparable. It wasn't bad, but now it just—I don't know if it's somebody's phone. Maybe they're like getting in the reverb from the speakers, or maybe if it's farther back, it would sound better. I have no idea. You never really know unless you're there. Right. Yeah, but I heard he's just telling lots of stories. <laughs> and I go, he well, was great I back when I saw him in 1984. With Van Halen, oh, that was one oh. of the best concerts that I went to. Oh, that's awesome, man! That's awesome, Lee. Fuck, I wish I would have seen that, dude. I hear everybody talk oh. about like the Oakland Coliseum concert, man, I, and it's all over YouTube. I still yeah, like that's, it's not the one that I went to because the that one's from like maybe a couple of years before. I want to actually see the one I went to. Nice. Well, maybe I don't know why they never recorded any shows, man. But uh, I like watching that that uh, that freaking us festival what they were on, where he's freaking this ain't this ain't fake whiskey. This ain't we ain't the Clash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've got a lot of bootlegs, man. I've got a lot of bootlegs sitting here. I got like five or six books just full of bootlegs from uh, different bands that my best friend burnt me over the years and. 
I have some bootlegs of the um, Eat Em and Smile tour with Billy Sheehan and um, Steve Vai. And, uh, oh, man. Yes, I got a couple of 1984 tours, man. I, I, I got a lot of stuff. And the, the tour I wanted to see was 1984, Lee. And uh, and after that, yeah. the Eat Em and Smile tour. Either one of those, man, would just, I would have just been in heaven, man. As um, long as you still have it on bootleg, that's something. Yeah. yeah, it's something. At least I get to see it, you know. And um, yeah. I saw them 2007, um, Van Halen, the second night of the reunion tour with Roth in Greensboro. And man, that kicked so much ass. And they, they yeah. were great, man. Yeah, I saw the them. First night the, the first night that they started, when they got back together with Roth, the first night of their tour was on my birthday. Nice. Cool. I saw them in 2013, cool. and they were pretty good. Roth wasn't as good, I guess. In the, uh, Eddie was better, but Roth wasn't as good. He had this little freaking, uh, what do you call, like uh, dance floor that he kept sliding and back and forth. I go, man, I wish he could jump over, jump over the drum riser. I would like to see that shit. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, he was great the second night of 2007. Man, he, he's yeah. probably he probably wasn't as great six years later, you know. But um, man, he he sang great that night, and Ed was just on it, man. It oh, that was that was like my dream to see Roth and Ed Ed that night. So you know. Hey man, I, I could die happy. That that was a great show, man. That's awesome, yep. man. All right, so we got you on here, James, uh, to do. Uh, <laughs> you picked the album. It's a uh, White Zombies La Sextrocisto. Did I say it right? Hey man, I think so. I, you know, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to say it still myself. You know, the sex or sisto or like a something exorcist, like that. You know, something like that. I think it's a sexorcist or something. Uh, yeah, Devil Music Volume 1. That's yeah. what I always call it. Man. Yeah, and this was their third album. I Actually, this is the first album I heard by them, and I thought it was maybe, like, down the line. <laughs> I thought it was a debut album, but I was reading on Wikipedia. It's their third album. Uh, this is the one I kept seeing on MTV, and I looked at the name of the album, cover, album and I freaking thought they were Devil Worshippers or something, like I did with Iron Maiden when I, before I got into them and read the lyrics. <laughs> Yeah, this band I had to catch on like about 10 years later in 2002. So I was like, fuck, I'm an idiot. Uh, you gotta, oh, can't judge a book by its cover, man. It's like, no, man, man no. Yeah, no, I love Rob a... Zombie now, man. <laughs> it's like, I went to freaking, uh, what was it, uh, the first uh, horror nights in uh, Universal Studios, and they had the maze, the mine from. Uh, of Rob Zombie and they're playing all his music in there and it was freaking awesome and this lady jumped we were freaking wasting my this lady jumped at my friend and he went back into me and I go dude what's wrong he goes dude I just saw the devil man <laughs> damn yeah was he, he on some well, acid or? you know he was fucked we were drinking whiskey he was fucked up <laughs> 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 yeah, well, I guess so, yeah, I had heard that. Um, oh, I had heard that. Um, there was a concert that Rob Zombie was doing, and the guards didn't know who he was because he was in some town he usually didn't go to. And they went backstage where he was and said, "Excuse me, sir, what are you doing here?" And he said, "I'm zombie. I'm zombie." And they went, "Okay, sir, you're zombie. You're zombie. Whatever that means. Come on, get out of here." And they actually kicked him out of the venue 
and then so the people couldn't see the show because um, <laughs> he, he wasn't allowed in. And then and then later um, in an interview, he he said he was kind of being funny about. It. He went, I I can understand if 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 I was a security guard and saw how I looked, I would kick me out too. So you know, but that was kind of weird. You know that 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 the guy who's doing the show gets kicked out of the venue because they think he doesn't look right. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah that's, that's nuts. All right, man. So let's yeah. let's get into this album, man. Hey, Lee, anything piss you off this week, though? Um, I I would <laughs> say um probably. I I I'm, I'm trying to think. I think that what what got me annoyed is just the fact that I'm. I'm I'm still trying to get people to believe everything that I say, and, and it's still a still a problem. But 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 I'm I'm getting to the point like well, as long as maybe I don't say as much, then maybe I won't get as upset, and then everyone else will be okay too. But 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 I'm I'm pretty much um, thinking. That um well, I'm 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 doing okay, but yeah, what I mean, I I was kind of annoyed because there was a week when at the college, um, it was mostly just guys working at the cafes and stuff, and that kind of annoyed me. But but now the women are working there again, and it's all good. And now I um feel good when <laughs> I go to the cafe and get the coffee, and they touch my hand and give me the change, and then I can go home and do writing. Because I like the energy from their hand touch, you know, and so and so it's, it's it's just a weird little thing, but I mean, since I don't have a girlfriend, you know, you get what you can get. <laughs> yeah, and I just figured out after years of knowing you that freaking uh, you like the pictures because you're a performance artist. <laughs> oh, you mean you, you 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 as if you thought that I really liked this. I thought you were just freaking crazy. <laughs> but that doesn't mean I'm not a performance artist, too. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get into this album from... But uh... what's more crazy, the fact that they did the pictures? You sure thought that. They're crazy, too, because they did the picture. Well, you paid them. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> not all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and some of them I gave poetry, so, I mean... Uh, man, um, um, don't give away all my 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 tricks, even though they're not tricks. I'm kidding. It's cool. All right, man. Tricks I, are I tricks. Play, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into this album with track one. Welcome to Planet Motherfucker slash psychod- psychedelic slag. So, what did you think about this song, James? Okay, man. Um. I got a, I got, I got something I wanted to say about the overall sound of this album. Is that cool? That's fine. It, Go it, for it. Okay. Hey, right off the bat, man, I love the sound of this album. It's the first album I ever heard with samples in the songs. It's like a kick-ass horror movie soundtrack. The, I think this is the best version of this band. You know, he's had better technical players. You know, after this band, but I think this is the best version of this band. It sounds so organic. I, I love the sound of the drums, especially Ivan Dupreem. You just got that swing 
and it, it just Rob Zombie never quite got that after this album to me um, you know I, I just got these memories of listening to this album with, with my friends out on the farm working with these guys Bell and Hay and you know just um, just jamming White Zombie and Pantera man just, just for like a whole whole summer you know we, we just listened to the crap out of this album um, the first song Welcome to Planet Motherfucker. Uh, I think it's the perfect opening song. This tune it just jams from the start and sucks you right into this album. It's so heavy, and especially towards the end when it slows down and gets really crunchy. I just love it, man. It's a, it's a great song, and, and, and um, the drums just sound killer on it. I just I love. It's like the perfect opening track, and I really enjoyed the first song, man. What did you think about it, Lee? Well, this is one of the best songs on the album. I like both the funky part and the slow part. It's really cool. I could have done without the woman screaming part because I think it's overdone, but it doesn't ruin the song too much. Overall, it's really good. Yeah, I think it starts off like a vinyl, and it's so cool. You hear that crispy vinyl spinning, and then it gets groovy like a motherfucker. Bass is pumping, loves love rob's vocals just need to read the lyrics to understand him <laughs> no, i love the drum like he said the drums are fucking awesome and man it, it just it's freaking really cool man i like this track i haven't heard this album in years and uh i uh freaking awesome i was jamming it on freaking amazon hd ultra in my car and it just pumped fuck it just kicked ass in my new stereo in my car freaking loved it and then we get into uh, the next track, which is like a, it's I think it's like me basically a, a intro to Thunder Kiss. But uh, I don't know. Do you what do you think about it, uh, James? <laughs> um, are you are you are you actually talking about Thunder Kiss '65? No, I'm little, talking about Knuckle uh, Duster Radio One A, that little intro to Thunder Kiss. It's like in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I love I love the samples in between the songs. It just kind of sets up Thunder Kiss '65. It sounds like um, just the old horror movie clips, and it makes you this album to me makes you feel like you're in like an old zombie movie. You know, if you listen to it in a set of headphones, there's just so much going on, and um, I, I just think it's really cool. It's the first album I've ever heard with samples in it. And it's just something, it was just totally different from everything else I was listening to at the time. You know, I just discovered Pantera and was listening to Slayer and all these bands, but I never heard these little sample parts. And um, I, I just think it's really cool, man. And, um, you know, just kind of sets up the next song for me. Well, Metallica did, the, I think they're the first ones to do that in the, in the song one from the movie, you know. That was freaking pretty cool, too. Well, yeah, in the video, yeah, yeah. in the video, but it yeah, wasn't actually yeah, it wasn't album. on the album. But they should have put that on the album. That would have been fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, man. I didn't think yeah. about that, but you're right. So, what do you think about it, Lee? The little uh, twenty-one second intro to Thunderkiss. I liked it up to the point of the news podcaster, and that made me totally not dig it. Next. All right, so let's get to. Uh, Thunder Kiss 65, what would you think about this song, James? Man, I just think 
this riff is just so catchy. It just gets your head banging and gets the girls shaking their asses. I mean, this is like a perfect song. It's just, um, you know, I, I just it's the first song I discovered White Zombie on. We saw the video on Headbangers Ball, and we hadn't heard of White Zombie up till that point. And as soon as we saw the video, which is a really killer video, I just uh, it just blew us away. It's it's just a perfect catchy song, you know. The the production on this album is just really good by Andy Wallace. Um, you can hear the drums and the guitar and bass really clear. They're really separate in the mix. It's not mushy at all. And um, you know, we we heard that song and, and we're like, man, what is he talking about? You know, because you can't hear Rob Zombie's lyrics that you you have to really read the lyrics to figure out what he's talking about. And um, I just never heard a band quite like that before, and um, I just think this is like obviously the best song on the album. And you know, every time I hear it, man, I, I just can't turn it off. It's just a really, really great song. I think they did a really good job there, man. What did you think about it, Lee? I like the funky groove of the song, but the music could have been more interesting. It's so it's half of a filler tune for me, but I like parts of it. I just said, this song is so groovy and infectious. Wish I got into them sooner. I ignored them because of the 666 thing, like I did with Maiden, but I got into Maiden sooner after I read the lyrics, like I said earlier. This band is awesome, and this song rules. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. yeah, it's simple, but it rules. Yeah, dude, this is like, uh, I'll get into it later when I talk about, this band seems simple, but they're actually not. <laughs> Think about it. Uh, right. And then we get into the next song, which you picked, James, Black Sunshine. So here's Black Sunshine on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was Black Sunshine by White Zombie. Why'd you pick that track, uh, James? Well, it's my second favorite song off the album. And um, this the second video they put out. And we, this song is just so close to being my second favorite. The drums and the bass just start driving this tune. And by the time the guitar kicks in, you feel like you're in like a black hot rod just burning down the highway you know going 120 miles an hour pounding some beers and uh you know we did that a lot back in the day this this song was like the first that like a really good driving song you know when you get in your car and you just hit the highway man and um just floor it you know i, I think the song is really catchy i like the spoken word part at the beginning of it uh, i think that's actually iggy pop doing that spoken word part at the beginning and uh Man, the bass just sounds killer when it comes in with the drums. And uh, I just think the song kicks so much ass. Sometimes it's my favorite, you know, over Thunderkiss. You know, I kind of rotate back and forth. It's a killer song, man. What'd you think about it, Lee? It's the best song on the album. Rob Zombie singing was sloppy on the first verse, but then he sang really well after that. And Iggy Pop was great. Thumbs up for me. Yeah, I, I, uh, what is it? The bass line that starts the song is amazing, and the drums are so freaking good. The bass line keeps going. Love this song. It rules. Rob loves them muscle cars, doesn't he? <laughs> and, and, yeah. Uh, great break towards the end. So groovy and infectious. Great track, man. Great pick, uh, James. And then we get into the next Thanks. song, which is Soul Crusher. What would you think about that song, James? I think it's got a badass guitar riff right in the beginning and um reminds me actually of a some old slayer you know if you, if you go back and listen to some old slayer to kind of the, the rhythm of the guitar this reminds me of like some of their first couple albums and uh i just love the drums here i, I like the way they they mic the drums their their sound and their groove this album is just like dripping with groove and um I love this spoken word part and the song title. I mean, Soul Crusher, that's a badass song title. And I like the tempo changes in it. You know, it's got several tempo changes in it. I think it's just brilliant. What did you think about it, Lee? The first part of the song made me think, so what? But when it changed and got more funky, that part was better. It wasn't great, but it was better. Still, I think it's a filler tune. Yeah, I said some kick-ass metal here. The drummer rules. Love it. Cool changes in the rhythm. Kind of what, like you said, James. Uh, guitar grinds. Makes you want to drive a million miles. This album makes you want to do that. <laughs> they have yeah. so many. This is what I'm talking about. Like, this album is like, you think it's simple, but they have so many fucking time signatures in here, man. It's freaking, they go from one end to the other. Slow down, speed up, drop down. It's like, damn, they have a, so many... It's like a freaking Rush album, <laughs> you know, but more metal. <laughs> or Dream right. Theater, man. It's fucking... These, I think they're they're genius in the way they did this, where you didn't even... It's like Rush. You don't notice their time signatures. This is like a Rush metal album to me. It's like freaking awesome. Freaking love it. 
And then we yeah, get into play. the next track, Cosmic Monsters Incorporated. What did you think about this one, James? Hell yeah, I love this one too. It's got a jamming guitar riff right from the start. I love the like demon effect on Rob Zombie's voice in there. You can hear it just a little. It's not really strong, but you can hear a little bit of like this demonic effect on his voice. And uh, I just love the way they that Jay rips a really nice solo, the guitar player in the middle. And the samples make me feel like I'm in the middle of a like a zombie horror movie. It's like a you know Night of the Living Dead when you li when you listen to this song. And uh, man, what an album to listen to with the headphones on. That, that's all I can think about. Just, just I love the pr production on this album. It's really great, man. What'd you think about it, Lee? It's mostly a filler tune to me, and sounds like they were copying Slayer. It's not my favorite. Yeah, I, like uh, James keeps saying, how they, I, I put in my notes, they really mastered this album so good. It's like a Rush record. Everything is so clean, but has some animal magnetism to it. You know, a little Scorpions reference there. I love this song. It grinds with the guitars, and the leads are precise and not out of place. It, it's freaking a killer track. And then we get to the next track, Spider Baby, Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. What would you think of this song, James? Um... I think what a what a trip for this song. It, it starts out it, back in the day when you had it on cassette. It would start out start out the second side of the cassette, and it starts off you know real slow with that little creepy foreboding kind of guitar part to it. And I actually think that's a beautiful little guitar passage there. And um, when it comes in with the band, uh, oh, oh man, it, it's just. Um, just a, a, a crushing guitar part and um, I think it's a, a good way to actually I'm sorry I was looking at the wrong song actually it's a good way to, to close off the album I'm sorry this one closed off the, the cassette back in the day and um, you know I think it just um, continues that creepy feeling to it and um, a lot of strange voices and chanting in the end of this song and it's just like you're creeping downstairs in some kind of vampire's lair or something. It's really spooky, and I love it. What did you think about it, Lee? I could do without this one. It's kind of like Slayer, but less interesting. I guess they needed some filler tracks to break up the monotony of the good songs. <laughs> All right, man. And then we get to the next track, I Am Legend, which uh, you, uh, James picked. So here's I Am Legend by White Zombie in the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was I Am Legend by White Zombie. Why'd you pick that track, uh, James? Man, I love this song. I love the soft guitar part at the beginning. It's like the calm before the storm. It's uh, beautiful, and then the band kicks in. It's so heavy when the band kicks in. I just think the song just crushes. It's it's my third favorite song off this album, and um, I don't know how any metal fan can not love this song. It's got a killer guitar solo towards the end. And I just love the song title, and I love the lyrics to this song. It's just really, really well done, I think. And um, I actually had read the, the wrong note, the, the last one. This one actually starts off the second side of the album, if you were listening to it on cassette back in the day, which we were. And, um, man, what a way to start off the second side. It's just a really good song. Yeah, I forgot to give my review of Spider Kiss, so let me do that real quick. The groove is going and the guitars are atmospheric. Uh, that's what I like about that song, man. The guitars are really cool in that song. Okay, Lee, what do you think about uh, this song, I Am Legend? This is the most Black Sabbath-sounding song on here, but it's cleverer than them. The words are strange and interesting, but a little much for my taste. But I like the song more than most grunge music. Grunge? <laughs> yeah, I said I like it more than most grunge. <laughs> Doesn't mean I'm saying it's grunge. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I well starts off like it's going to be a slow song, but then it kicks into gear and and rocks your face off. Love this song, freaking killer track. And then we get into the next. Uh, well, it's a little uh, in betweener again. Uh, Knuckle Duster Radio Two B. What do you think of this, James? I think it's interesting. It kind of sets up the next song, really. It's just um, a lot of different switching back and forth between uh, radio stations. And um, I just I think it is really interesting. But, um, you know, it just makes me want to just move on to the next song, you know. And um, and I just love the next song that's coming up here. Thrust, just so awesome. So what did you think about it, Lee? I don't see the point of it, but maybe they didn't either because it's so short. Well, this this is my little gripe about it. You know, if you have an uh, like an iPhone or an Android and you put shit on shuffle, and all of a sudden you hear a twenty five second song, and then it's gone, and it doesn't go into the next song that it should go onto on the album if you're shuffling. So I don't know why they they have to divide it into different tracks. Why didn't they just make it thrust? Why didn't they just call it Knuckle Duster Radio TV Thrust? You know, put it on one track like the other tracks. Just make it one track <laughs> so we could get that in the shuffling. But back then there was no shuffling shit. You know, only if you had a CD player you could shuffle. But you're shuffling the CD. You're not shuffling a bunch of songs to a bunch of different bands. Like I put, if I put this on shuffle, I hear like changing radio session. All of a sudden, then it goes into the Cure. It's like weird. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, when I when when I go and juggle and shuffle CDs, uh, I feel less weird than if I were to juggle cell phones because if I juggle a cell phone, then they drop and they're more expensive. So I like to juggle CDs more than cell phones. Good <laughs> <laughs> right. point. Uh, what, what's Ralph's line? CDs nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, man, I didn't. I didn't take notes on the little 
in between parts there. I, I honestly think you're yeah. going to ask me about them. Well, you know, I'm just gri- all, I'm griping. That's like, smart. I'm griping smart. about them, though. <laughs> I'd say, fuck it, you put this on shuffle, you're 25 seconds, and then it goes in, in excess, you know? <laughs> it doesn't go into the song it's supposed to go into. <laughs> One of these days, we'll, we'll bring you back to do some review of an album that's so bad that all we can say about is, oh, I forgot to write my notes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I'm like, uh, oh, 20-something seconds, they're not going to ask me about this one, so I didn't even think, nah, I didn't I, think about Oh, it. don't put it past us. We're not too <laughs> smart to not do that. Yeah, one day one day after Ralph and Ian hear this, they might invite you on their podcast to get on a real one. No, I'm joking. <laughs> hey, man, I... I, 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 when you guys did Pantera, that just kicked me right in the balls. I know you guys asked me, invited me to come on a couple months ago, and I didn't make it. When I heard you guys do that Pantera Vulgar, oh my God, that that that, that just hurt right there, man. Because you know I'm like the biggest Pantera fan in the world, and Bushy's great, and I, I met him and talked to him last week. He's a really nice guy. Man, I wanted to be on that episode so bad. You know, <laughs> next time you guys do Pantera, you gotta have me on, man, because I don't have to take any notes for that whatsoever. You know, I know those albums in my sleep. Yeah, you can and, probably uh, um, talk for me. I'll just stay quiet. <laughs> well, I knew. I was like, well, Bushy, you know, he 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 likes a lot of metal, but he likes more of the hair metal. So I was like, ah, oh, he's going to kind of shit on some of these songs. And I said, well, he's going to kind of shit on some of these songs. But thank God for Mark, because Mark kind of appreciated every song off the album, you know. Yeah, that was album uh, rules. Yeah, that's <laughs> what we need from a reviewer. We need someone who only says, oh, I love this song. 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 That's what we need. We. You only want that for when you pick an album. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Um, I'm a hypocrite. I know. All right. Well, let's get into the next song, which Lee picked, Thrust. So here's Thrust by White Zombie on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Yeah. 
have recently died have been returning to life and committing acts of murder. A widespread investigation of reports from funeral homes, morgues, and hospitals has concluded that the unburied dead are coming back to life, seeking human victims. It's hard for us here to believe what we're reporting to you, but it does seem to be a fact. Yeah! Oh, we in the darkness, cause I will end up in the mirror and foam it. That was thrust by White Zombie. Why'd you pick that track, Lee? This is funkier than Alice in Chains could ever be. For this type of music, I have to say, I really like this song. It's really cool. Yes. What'd you think about it, James? Man, I love this song. I mean, it, it is like the hidden gem song on this album. It's got a masterful groove could be a great opening song itself that this one could have started off the album also i think you can just feel the energy flowing through the speakers i, I love the night of the living dead samples so unique at the time that it came out i dig the bass lines by sean 
under the guitar, especially towards the end, you know, and the lyrics, Up From Hell, A Missile to the Moon. I mean, man, that, just some great lyrics going on. And, and it just when you put this song on, you know, it just gives you that energy, man. You know, again, another perfect driving song. It's like this album was made to drive a hot ride 120 miles an hour down the road. Just an excellent song, man. Yeah, what would you think about it, Lee? Oh, you already oh. talked about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> yeah, Thrust, man. Fucking drums rule in this song. In fact, the grinding guitars also kick ass in this song. This is a fucking great like, sounding album. It's just freaking, I put it in my freaking car yesterday. I already listened to it like four times, and I put it again on the way home, and I was just rocking out, man. I found myself driving 90. I go, fuck, I'm going to get a ticket. <laughs> it's like, shit. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, it's a great song, and then uh, we will, well, I'll just say then there's another filler uh, intro track to uh, Grindhouse A Go Go. It's one big crunch, so we won't talk about that. Oh, so, I wanted to. You wanted to go ahead. Uh, yeah, the only thing I can say is I wish most of Metallica songs were this short. <laughs> I just put another intro to the next song. Move on. <laughs> and James said, "Oh." It just makes me want to go to the next song, right? <laughs> right. Right on. Yay. So, you know, I had your notes for you. Cool. <laughs> so what did you think about Grindhouse A Go-Go, James? Let's see. Um, another song that's perfect for that late night driving on the highway just to jam out to. I love the double bass when it kicks in. You know, I, I, it just makes me think, damn, I miss this band, you know, because I, I think Rob Zombie never had a better band than White Zombie. This album and the one that came out after Aster Creek 2000, um, man, he just never had a better band and never had a better groove. I mean, he's got John Five now, who's an amazing guitar player and everything, but the the band that that played on this album, he just never had a better band. And uh, I just missed this band. They, they were just so awesome back in the day. And I never got to see them live. I got to see Rob Zombie on his first solo tour right after White Zombie broke up. And he was playing a lot of this stuff. But uh, never got to see them back in the day. And just just makes me miss this band. What did you think about it, Lee? It's like Metallica, funky style. I much prefer this over Metallica. It's uh, a good song. But gonna... these parts... That remind me of why I don't listen to this type of music much. It seems to represent heaviness more than just being a good song. What are you going to say? I said you're going to hate my track of the week then. <laughs> Maybe not. All right, Grindhouse A Go-Go. Killer drum intro. Man, this guy can play. And in the middle with the cop siren rules... So and again, so many time signatures of this song. Fucking talented band, like you said, James. They were a fucking great fucking band. They kicked ass. Yeah. Fucking great. And uh, they said White Zombie wrote the music and Rob Zombie wrote all the lyrics. But I'm just wondering if Rob Zombie wrote it all or they really did contribute. I have no idea. It just is what Wikipedia says. So and then we get to the next track, Starface, which Lee picks. So here's Starface by White Zombie on the Freeform Rock Podcast. One. We are one. One is the beginning. Are you one, Herbert? 
are stiff. <laughs> That was Starface. Why'd you pick that track, Lee? Now, I like this song. It has a good funky groove that's better than the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And the group seems to have a sense of humor. I'd listen to this on my own. Really cool song. Hey, did you hear what the Chili Peppers did with their guitar player? Uh, um, uh, John what? Klinghoffer? They like brought him in and said, we're going to go back with uh, their old guitar player. <laughs> it's like fuck what a dick but he said they're still friends and I was like damn they're bringing in Frusciante back and it's like I guess Frusciante needs money his art is not uh, selling um, have you ever heard the very first Red Hot Chili Peppers album I've heard them all yeah okay cool Frusciante wasn't on that <laughs> yeah but that's not why I asked that was Hilo that's because Helio I used or to hear it yeah, it was, okay, I was just bringing that little bit of news in. Oh, no, but that's cool. I thought I'm that was kind of did. fucked up, even though he he didn't think it was fucked up. But he, he told them, he goes, you know what? I wish I would have made an album that would have made it hard for you to replace me. And I go, damn, that sucks. All right, so uh, what would you think about Starface, uh, Lee? You already oh, said it, right? Yeah. All right, what did you think about Starface, James? Uh, my notes are, I just, I love the production on this song. Andy Wallace does a great job. All the instruments are well blended to my ears. And the, the lyric, paralyzed with demon power, my favorite line from this song. You get a good taste of the direction White Zombie are headed for on the next album. And the, the only little trick I have on this album is... Um, you know the uh, guitar player. He said when he recorded this album that uh, he just had this tiny little amp. And I mean, his guitar sounds great on this album. Don't get me wrong, but um, I think the next album he went a little bit heavier, a little more distortion. And I, I think this is the only little thing about this album I, I could think of that you know I love to hear a little more distortion on the guitars. But it's a great song, man. You know, I, I really got no complaints about it. It's just another good, solid, deep track on this album. Uh, this is my favorite on here. I love the solo. It rips. This song rips. Hard to explain how good this song is. You just have to listen to it. Listen to it. It's fucking great. Thank you for picking it, Lee, because I would have. <laughs> hey, man, and, and, and thank you. And, and, and thank you for agreeing with me on all the songs. We're cool, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. <laughs> hey! Uh, <laughs> and then we get into the last song on the album, Warp Asylum. What did you think about this one, James? I really dig how they had that slow, sludgy groove for, the, for this last song on the album. Perfect placement to me for the last spot. I love how they stop midway through this last number and then they go into... That last badass riff, it's nice and crunchy and makes you feel like you're in a insane asylum or a cemetery. I mean, it's just got that, that feeling to it. Just kind of spooky and slow for a while. And uh, I think it's the perfect song to finish this album off. What did you think about it, Lee? Kind of like Alice in Chains, but better. The vocals sound like Metallica. It's a decent song, maybe a little too thick sounding production wise for my taste but overall good enough a cool yeah, song this is my second favorite off 
off here. It starts like a wicked carnival. Then the drums and the bass and the guitar kicked in like Black Sabbathy, and then uh, this album is like play like you said earlier. It needs to be played with headphones. It has so much little freaking tiny nuances to it that you hear you, you hear more shit and hear how clean and great this album has was recorded. Like you said, the producer did a great job on it. And then it freaking it's just like ear candy. It's so good. Then the middle part speeds up. Second favorite track, like I said, and this album, this song takes you on a ride. It's the longest song off the album, and I think it's the se second favorite song. The last two songs were my favorite, even though I like Thunder Kiss and Black Sunshine a lot. But you've heard those songs, they were all over MTV so much. I like these deep tracks better. Uh, great album, and thanks for picking it, James. Freaking great, man. And then, uh, let's see, who are the band members on here? I don't know. And then you got Rob Zombie, vocals, illustrations, art direction. Jay Younger, electric guitar. Sean Assault, bass guitar, art direction, design. Ivan Duplume, drums. And Iggy Pop, spoken word on tracks four and five. It's a really cool album cover, really cool album. And it uh, in the USA, uh, it went. Uh, they had it on CD, cassette, and LP. Europe, it was on vinyl in 2012. It was on uh, U.S. Uh, Billboard 200. It uh, peaked at 26, which isn't bad for a metal album back then. Uh, 1992 was kind of grungy coming out, you know. So, pretty great album. And also, they did the like the funky metal kind of shit that uh, what is it? Uh, Suicidal Sideband was doing too, but this was more crunchier than Infectious Grooves. And this is freaking awesome. I love it. Yeah, this is actually, when it comes to this kind of music, this um, is basically quite a bit better than most of the groups that um, do this kind of stuff, in my opinion. Rolling Stone, who cares what the fuck Rolling Stones is, but they said it was yeah, 90, right. 93rd on their 100th greatest metal albums of all time. Like, they fucking know metal anyways. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The only reason why I care about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is the band is happy they got in. That was it. Ro uh, frickin' Rob Halford wanted to be in, so fucking get in, Rob. But they didn't, did they? Fuckers. <laughs> uh, they suck, man. They've always sucked. Yeah. You know, just elite snobs. And, you know, I, I, I just... I don't want to see any of my favorite bands go in, you know, because I don't want them to be in there beside Madonna and LL Cool J and Notorious B.I.G. Uh, come on, man. I know. Uh, the the only freaking real, like, uh, hip-hop group that's kind of rock is the Beastie Boys that are in there. Or Run DMC. You know, they used a lot of rock in their music. So I give them, them a pass on that, you know. But fucking Notorious B.I.G. and Tupac and fucking Madonna. Fuck, man. They have their own Hall of Fame. Fucking keep it out of this. Keep it pure, you know. Yeah, they, they shit on Led Zeppelin and Metallica and Sabbath and, you know, all these Rush. great bands back in the day. Rush. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. And then when they need really need the money or fans, then they decide to induct some of them. And, and then they, what they did to Priest and, oh, uh, come on, man. I just, you know, I could care less about them. They you put, know, they let put, them have Bruce put, Springsteen. They put fucking Whitney Houston in before Pat Benatar. What the fuck? It's like, that's just fucked up. <laughs> Whitney Houston ain't... You know, R&B is a form of rock, but fucking Pat Benatar is rock. 
<laughs> it's like they put romper room before Teddy Ruxpin. What the hell? <laughs> oh, fuck! I thought you were gonna say new zoo review. <laughs> no, that was just about two years after I became no longer a kid. <laughs> I was more the electric company and Zoom. You didn't you didn't like spying with your little eye of the girls with their t- shirts tucked in? <laughs> um, I I've had that for a long time. <laughs> you have your little kaleidoscope. <laughs> I actually was watching um the the when when I was in like fourth grade or 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 whatever, and I used to watch. When they were playing ball, and I went, "Ooh, she looks good." And then yeah. she said, "Hi, Lee." I was like, "Wow!" She said hi to me, <laughs> and my parents had to tell me to get off of the ceiling. <laughs> you were dancing on the ceiling with Lionel Richie. <laughs> um, I, I I forget what his name was. <laughs> All right, man. Well, let's let's uh, thank thank you, James, for being on here, man. D- uh, I don't think you do anything to promote, right? You're just on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, you know, I'm just really uh, appreciate you guys for having me on here and everything. I just I love a lot of different podcasts, and this is the first podcast I've been on, so I was a little nervous and everything. But well, you um, did great. Pre- yeah. I appreciate it, guys. I, I really do. Um, yeah, you did I, awesome. I and, now, and now I know fucking Bushy's going to fucking call you and freaking uh, Ralph and Ian going to call you. And then you'll never want to be on here again. <laughs> You're actually nah, better than some people who do regular podcasts. That's true, man. You got uh, a great podcast voice, man. Yeah, man. You, you guys are, are do a good podcast. And um, I, I, I love Lee Intrigues Me. I think you're Thank really, you. the two the two of you guys together, re, you know, really good. And um, you know, I just appreciate you guys having me on, man. It's, it's pretty awesome. I was really excited yeah. all day to come on and especially re- review this album because I, I, I listened to it so much. It was a big part of my life, and um, you know, I'm just really happy to be on here. And I appreciate you know both of you guys. Yeah. I had heard a little bit of Rob Zombie before another album, and. Um, I liked it, but I um, never really heard this one, so uh, it was because of your review suggestion, so that gave me the chance to hear it. Well, you guys did Pantera, you know, and of course I want to do any Pantera album, but uh, I didn't didn't want to pick one right after you guys had, had done it like a month or less before. So I just threw out a couple suggestions, and I'm glad he picked White Zombie because I just know this album really good. Yeah. Well, and um, <laughs> oh, as far as I'm concerned, let's say me and Mark did a Kiss album, Rock and Roll Over. The the fans um, are probably so like empty headed that we could have done that album again the next week, and then nobody would notice. <laughs> we haven't done that album, have we? Did we do that? No, I don't know. Um, no, I did that with Terrence. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah, uh, yeah you it's, could it, even put up the old review, and then people will think it's new because nobody remembers anything anymore. Well, Terrence got pissed off and deleted all that shit. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, man. really? Yeah, he told me he deleted most of the episodes. The only one he had left was the freaking uh, the um, 
uh, unlawful carnal knowledge that he gave to Ralph, and we did an episode with them. <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, you and Lee are way better together, and I like Terrence. I, I talked to him online a little bit and everything. He's been a nice guy to me. I think he's better by himself with his podcast, and you two guys are better together. And right um, that's 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 my feelings on it. And you know, that's it. Yeah, that's what I told Terrence. I just, uh, dude, that's you're too cool. you, you're too into what you want to do, and you're not very like open to do things I want to do. So I think you should go by yourself. And he got pissed off off at me for a while because I abandoned him with freaking uh, uh, what's his name? What's that guy's name? Uh, um, a monotone voice. Monotone voice, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he quit on him. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> Can't even keep that guy on there. But uh, fucking <laughs> Terrence is awesome. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Terrence. Yeah, happy birthday, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, happy birthday, Mr. T. Yeah, so happy birthday to him. And uh, freaking let's get into the... Uh, hey, uh, James, we'll have you back on for a Van Hagar episode. Joking. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I might be busy that night, man. I, I don't know what's going on. You might hey, I don't want to be the only one yelling. Answer. I'd like to hear you get upset. Oh, hey, I, I was I was upset when you guys did Pantera, man, and and like half the songs Bushy and Lee were kind of shitting on. At least Mark was Mark was into it, and I'm like, man, I should have been on that episode, you know. Yeah, I would have <laughs> not minded if you got yelled at me. I mean, I'll, I'll yell, but I mean, I'm not against someone else yelling well, either. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get Bushy back, and we'll do Far Behind Driven with all four of us, and then we could freaking see what happens on that one. That should be a hoot. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, I yeah. think that'd be great, man. Yeah, Bushy's a really cool guy, man. He's he's really cool. Oh, he's man. fucking awesome, man. I love that guy, man. Uh, my heart goes out to him. He lost his his dog, man. Freaking sad. Yeah. I know how that feels, man. Yeah. We love you, Bushy. Uh, big yeah, hugs, man. man, and let's get into our tracks of the week. And uh, you picked uh, Pantera, Strength Beyond Strength. And then uh, Lee picked an old song. Of course he did. Sop, yeah. Sop with Candle, Camel? Yeah. Uh, Cellophane Woman, which I listened to it, and it was really, it was good. Yeah. Not like that Fairpoint convention. Hey! Uh, <laughs> Whenever you say that, it's it's like something up my butt that's not a woman. Dude, the Grateful Dead and the hippy dippy music that you pick some to, oh, you pick two up. albums I hated, Grateful Dead and that. Hey, <laughs> I have to find another one to make those seem better. And then I picked one I thought you would hate, and you actually liked the Bon Jovi. I was like, fuck! Are you <laughs> old fucker? I don't like them. Shut up! Don't say that. Oh man, that's awful. That's awful. <laughs> and then I picked uh, Metallica, The Freight Ends of Sanity, as my track of the week. Oh my god, Wait. the one album that I don't like and the worst song <laughs> off of it. Thank you so much. Oh, oh, Lee. Oh man, it's a killer album, dude. Uh, uh, even though there's no bass, it still rocks. Oh, oh, oh okay. I, I'm glad I could disappoint you at least once. You got the sense of the real lead stinker. <laughs> a little bit of the poop, the the, 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 the the moldy asshole. No, I'm kidding. All right, and then uh, we got... I Lee. do love Master of Puppets. I think it's one of the best male albums ever. Oh, awesome. Yeah, that's that's so true. <laughs> yeah, The first four yes. are the best. 
And then we Absolutely. and then we get into the we play you out with Lee Song, a stronger mess. All right, yeah. man. Thanks, James. I figured that with Rob Zombie, a song called "A Stronger Mess" would fit right in. All right, well, thanks, James, for being on here. We'll have you on again yeah, unless thank you, you unless you get thank too you. big and get to the other podcasts and uh, we're beneath you. You know, <laughs> then I'll have to bribe you by having you do an album that I want. <laughs> and then I'll have to bribe Mark in order to get him to agree to do it. Uh, bad. Oh, what are you gonna, What are you going to give me? Naked pictures of the girls with their t- shirts not tucked in? <laughs> oh man, I'll, I'll throw those away and give them to you. Because <laughs> you want like the, like you want when the... they come to my house, I you're go, the you're leave the, o- the shirt on. You're the and only when guy. They I... Don't I say for Pete's sake, man? You're the only guy that wants to see a woman fully clothed. <laughs> well, do, well, doy. I mean, I mean, do you want to see people naked when you're in um, work or or at school or on the street? I mean, no. <laughs> you know. Sometimes. So. Oh, okay. So, Actually, you, so, so when you get the girl with the tucked-in shirt to come home, you want her to keep her clothes on, and you just cuddle. Um. <laughs> Um, nowadays, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I would like that for a while, uh-huh. or at least have a picture of her with her outfit while she's naked. Okay. I mean, believe it or not, I do like her naked, but then I feel ashamed later. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, man. You're all, the whole tucked-in shirts thing just blows me away, man. It's, it it's, intrigues me, man. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. I I I just get so excited that I just can't stop writing. I mean, I that that's one thing about me. You can call me Mister Broken Record. I know I talk about it too much, but something about it. It's it's like alcohol. Like you just can't stop doing it. <laughs> All right, oh, man. Yeah. So we're gonna play you out with Pantera's "Strength Beyond Strength," Sopwith Camel, Cellophane Woman, Metallica, The Freight Ends of Sanity, and we end it with Lee's song, "A Stronger Mess." So, uh, talk to you later, James, and say goodbye, Lee. All right, goodbye, everybody. Take it easy. Later.
to go. She don't know nothing, thinks there's nothing she don't know. She thinks she's where it's at in that one spot she never left. She spent all of her time trying to prove it to herself. Well, I don't want no woman wrapped up in cellophane. Oh, she ain't been no place. She thinks she's been there just the same. All right.
accomplished, neither now or anywhere. It's a stronger mess we're in when all we do is fight. But afterwards, the making up, ooh man, it feels so right. have just listened to the freeform rock podcast all music played on the freeform rock podcast belongs to its owner if you like it go out and buy it get your music on amazon itunes or at your local record store support what you love support the artist by seeing them live purchase their music the freeform rock podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play thank you for listening to the freeform rock podcast You'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.